nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 394, and it is your Sound of Metal review for your wonderful Saturday morning review. I was almost going to tongue twist that one. Your wonderful Saturday morning review, as always, here on twitch.tv slash the Nerdcore, streamed early for everybody, for streamed for everybody, but you want the podcast version. Gotta be on the Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdcore. As always, this is the nerd you're gonna hear the whole show launch by wonderful Cocos. Oh, right one. Then the other. You didn't flip it, did you? Uh, you can't flip it when you're on this one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sadly. Hi. Hi, everybody. What's going on, Brad? How are you doing today, bro? I'm still in quarantine. Yeah. Still, still in no more quarantine. updates. We haven't seen any updates on the on the Twitter. No, no, because I'm I'm completely fine. It's my wife now, so no, yeah. I should I should probably do an update, but you know I totally forgot about it. <laughs> they were they were quite entertaining to read. I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. My bad. Yeah, yeah. You tell Brad to play Ghost of Tsushima with you one time, and now he's gonna start again. He's gonna start to get obsessed with this game. I'm at like level forty five, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he really likes this game, guys. You guys need to understand that. Yeah. I just want to do Ronin shit with my samurai friends, okay? <laughs> Look, man, I can't blame you. Game's great. But, uh, yeah. Brad, uh, we're here to, to review this film, which is uh, available on Amazon Prime for people, to, people who don't. Uh, can, can, can I just say something before what? we get into it? Anyone who has not seen this movie and is currently watching right now, be it live, listening through Anchor, be it on YouTube or any other device, if you have not seen this movie, stop listening. Yes, I don't want your views. I want you to go watch this and then come back to us. That's how good this movie is. This movie's really fucking good, dude. This movie's really fucking good. And I really want you all to kind of experience it for the first time because when we discuss this, like it's going to be really hard to replicate what this movie does because like... This this I'm gonna be real honest. This movie's only gonna get probably nominated for for the sound for the sound categories. And that's it. But which this is movie, horrible. It's horrible. Like this movie. That, 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 that's more. horrible to say. But yeah. he's he's honest. Yeah, I'm being honest, and this movie deserves more. Yeah. This movie really deserves the love it should get, and the love it's getting is very minimal right now. It's it's coming from like a minority of like of of what or where film discourse comes from, but like. This deserves it on a grand scale level that we're that I'm talking about, like because this movie is genius. It's incredible and it's beautiful, and I can't. And it, I really it, want you all to experience it, it. It's something new, and that's hard to say in the movie industry nowadays. This is something that is new. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Brad, watched anything else as of late? Um, before we get into this. Kind of thing. Get whiplash commentary. Nothing else. Whiplash. I think that was it. Yeah. All right. So hey, we got two drumming movies. 
<laughs> drummer moves. Yeah, except for this this one ain't no jazz band, bro. N- no. 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 Straight up metal, bro. All right, man. Uh, so if that's the case, I'm going to go ahead and get started here. I want to go ahead and just get into the meat of it all. And I really want to talk into what we already because I've been holding it out for a while now. Uh, I watched the movie like two weeks ago, and I really just want to watch, talk about this already. I really want to talk about this. So uh, without further ado, if you have not watched Sound of Metal, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to stop listening. Or if you don't care about spoilers, which you should for this one, please you can keep listening. Either way, how it goes, your spoiler warning, and it's the only one I'm going to give you, is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Let's go ahead and read this Wikipedia entry. Sound of Metal is a 2019 American drama film directed and co-written by Darius Martyr and starring Riz Ahmed, Olivia Cook, Paul Ritchie. Paul Rassi, right? Ra- 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 you got it right the first time. Rachie, yeah, Rachie. Uh, Lauren Ridloff and Matthew Am- Amalric. It tells, it tells the story of a drummer who begins to lose his hearing. The film had its world premiere in the Platform Prize program at the 2019 International Film Festival on September 6th. 2019. It was released theatrically on November 20th, 2020 and began streaming on Prime Video on December 4th, 2020 by Amazon Studios. The film received critical acclaim, acclaim with praise on Ahmed uh, for Ahmed and Rachi's performances as well as for the sound design. It was, um, of course, written by Darius and Abraham Martyr. Um, the music was done by Nicholas Becker and Abraham Martyr. Cinematography by Danielle Bouquet, and edited by uh, Mikel E.G. Nielsen. It made a box office of about five million five 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 thousand five hundred ninety-five dollars. It made almost $6,000. Yeah. Which, it's, it's COVID time. It's COVID time. Yeah. And I'm sure Amazon that has, is looking for doesn't money. really give a fuck. Yeah, this was, <laughs> this was for awards. So, um, yeah, I... I want to go ahead and get into this, man. It was um, uh, here's some interesting stuff. What's it called? In 2016, it was announced Dakota Johnson and Matthias Schoenarts had joined the cast of the film. There's it was called. It was announced for some. Okay, yeah. So Dakota Johnson, yeah, that's great. That would have been great, but uh, she's obviously not in this film. But um, Brad, let's go ahead and get into this. Let's discuss sound. Amazon Studios Sound of Metal, and um. I want you to go first because I really do want to, what's it called, uh, to explain more from wh- with this film where I come from, like my position from where I come from. So you go, Kenny, get into this. What did you think about uh, Sound of Metal? Uh, I'm just going to say the first thing that comes to my mind, and that's fantastic. This movie, th- this movie, uh, the title doesn't give you enough of what this movie means, honestly. Um to go through the story of a man, just normal man, who's doing what he loves, that's playing the drums in a metal band, which a two-person metal band, technically. And he starts to lose his hearing until it's it's less than 25% of what he had. And just him having to deal with his emotions on top of being an addict or an ex-addict Mm-hmm. And having to go through those emotions at the same time. And then basically learning how to start again. 
going from a classroom to learn sign language to learning to live with others with the same disability and just how awkward that be, can be coming into that just totally new. And, you, you know, it, it's, it's why we give praise to um, like movies like the eighth, like eighth grade and um, mm-hmm. other stuff that, you know, you know, the ones that give you anxiety personally, you feel that in this movie. And I think I really love those movies that you can just feel the anxiety the main character is going through, the awkwardness of it all. And I, I'm th- this this movie is it's my number two of the year. Um, the performances, they're probably some of the best we've seen this year. I, I mean, I, that might not mean a lot to people because there hasn't been a lot of movies. But when... I, I know your top performances are high up there and my top performances is I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. So that, that is also top. So when I say this movie is up there, it's up there. Riz Ahmed. Um, it, it brings me back to the first time I saw him in the HBO series, the night of um, this man is fantastic. Um, people might go back to venom and go, Oh, he was in venom. Don't, don't even just throw that away. Throw that movie in the trash. That wasn't Riz's fault. Fuck that shit. This this movie and then the Night of series, that's what you need to be thinking of when you think of this man. This yeah. man puts on fabulous performance. And it, it, you just get the anxiety ridden of it and just what he's going through. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing of this film is it brings you right in there with him. And you're mm-hmm. on that ride until he finds peace, basically. Yeah. And even that, not even just Amet, Rachie. Paul Rachie's performance is incredible here. It's Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But, I, and I, you know, where they cut it off is him, you know, taking off his, his hearing aids basically and just mm-hmm. being in silence and just being still, which is what Joe wanted him to do the yeah. whole time. And, even going through that, even going through his emotions of just trying to sit still and in that one room and where he just destroys the donut, puts the donut back together and destroys it again. Even those scenes, you're going, this this man is just, he doesn't know what to do with himself right now. And then the fact that, of course, what's it called? This movie has deaf actors in it. They are literally deaf people in this film. Like, that's something that, you know, fuck, man. You know, you don't, you don't, get, you don't get that all the time. No. You don't get that, and you should. Uh, well, for this, you, you need it. You need him to be in there because Riz Ahmed's not deaf. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he has a disability. But no. he, he kind of has to go through that same awkwardness of, I don't know sign language. I have to go to this classroom with these kids and learn sign language. And then I have to go to what I believe is like a college classroom and learn even more about becoming deaf. And you kind of go through that, that period of, you know, this, this man had hearing his whole life. He's probably in his, you know, early thirties, I would say he's had hearing his whole life and then it's gone. And, mm-hmm. and just that whole story right there. I, I mean, it's out of this world, and the fact that they could follow that through with what they did is amazing. Not a lot of people are going to recognize this uh, this 
this reference right here. But um, Stacy, I want to tell you right now, I understood that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is so hard to not, you know, discuss this film from the position that I am as a man who is disabled. And it's hard to not view this film as somebody who is disabled. So when I came into this, I was like, oh, man, like, here we go. Like, you know, show, show me what you need to show me. Like, I just hope that you come to this with the respect for the community that it deserves. And, you know, not not make this, you know, trauma porn. But this movie doesn't do that at all. Mm-mm. At all. I mean, the bare, the bare minimum that we see, you know, actually having deaf actors being cast. And, you know. I, I, I thought, definitely not trauma porn. I thought it was fairly interesting. Like around the table when they're eating dinner and they're having a conversation. And he's having just to sit there because he doesn't know sign language yet. I, I mean, you get to feel his awkwardness, but you get also to be in there with them in their community and see how they interact. And it's not something that, you know, a lot of people get to see. But there's also something that needs to be brought up as well. Like one of the first things that Paul, that Joe tells Riz Ahmed's character, this, the world out there can be a very cruel place. And instead of teaching them to fit the world and have to hide who they are, he's teaching them to embrace who they are and not have to fall into this idea of covering what makes a disabled person a disabled person. Uh, and he, like he, he's he, so against those implants, and that is why uh, he's so against what's it called? Uh, having what's it called? Um, having Riz Ahmed speak to him. What's it called? Without what's it called? Uh, you know, slowly, so he can read the lips, and you know. What what they're talking around everybody else, but like you know, like you can't hear. You need to learn sign language. Like you have to come into our community because the community out there, the able body people are cannot will not and cannot accept you as you are. Well, and I, I, Joe says it right in the film. He says this isn't something to fix. Mm-hmm. This is something to just be, and mm-hmm. that was probably that was one of the most hard hitting scenes is when joe had to tell him to leave and just joe's face and just expressions and just this this feeling of he doesn't want to tell him to leave but as he says he has this whole community where of kids and those growing up and just being able to be themselves there he can't have him there anymore and Mm -hmm. my hope is you know, they, they don't go into what happens after this movie. They just kind of yeah, end with him, with him coming to terms with his deafness. But I believe he would go back to that community, not have any of that, and yeah. just be. I and, and, and I, um, you know, there's also the part that comes in where you're, you're, you discuss the effect that addiction has on his life. And how, like... God, Riz Ahmed is best actor worthy for this. I'm sorry. Like, if if you watch this film and you cannot notice that Riz Ahmed deserves an Oscar for this nom- for an Oscar oh, yeah. nomination for this film, you are not watching this movie correctly. This man is portraying something that's so hard. Like, he is portraying someone with a disability, but someone who also is a is an ex addict, and and how he just like that whole part where the Taxi is picking up Olivia Cook, 
and he's like, just, just please, like, you know, you're, supposed to go, you're, you're my everything, you know, like, and he's breaking down, and he truly wants to express all that hurt and pain that he feels. It's Riz Ahmed plays this character character so well, like, it's, it is, it's absolutely incredible how, like, in tune he is with the identity crisis of being disabled and uh, and being an, an ex addict and having to go through relapse and having to what's it called a what's it called a learn what's it called a new language and trying to re to fit yourself into a community that is accepting you more than the community outside. Mm-hmm. Do Do you think Joe, like Joe, knows he's an ex addict, but at the same time, I think Joe realizes that he will never want to be a part of that community if Lou stays there because Lou is now Ruben's addiction. She really is. He goes to the point where he sells all his possessions or her possessions. It's never really told in the movie, but to (laughs) to get the implants and just for her. And at the very end, he goes, you know, Joe is right. It's totally different world. They're not going to accept me. And, I, I just have to be with that. I just have to yeah. be still. Yeah. But you know, there's and I and I love the scenes where where he's with the rest of the uh the, the, the people and you know he's he's what's it called that kid who you know was acting up in class and he takes him outside and he's really into like you know like kind of like trying to drum and right and he has that moment of like you know sincere friendship with the kid as he's like tapping away on the on the slide and then of course you have you know the moment when he's he's drawing up the idea of the tattoo for that person mm-hmm. and uh and then she has the tattoo in that one scene yeah <laughs> so I, I i mean he was he was becoming a part of that community joe even even said it he's like you're very important to us yeah and it's just he was so addicted to lou and what lou was doing in her life that he couldn't get away from that. Yeah. The sound design is incredible. Of course, every single part where you're kind of, exp- where you're kind of, you know, hearing things from what's it called? Uh, Riz Ahmed's character's uh, position from his point of view, you, 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 that, that sound design, that muffled audio is just, it's incredible. And, and this they- begs the question, did they have people there in the, at least in the sound design who were partially deaf and then like just deaf? to kind of give an idea on what that sounds like i have no idea dude like that's truly like i cannot explain like i i want to know how that was done because it's incredible the way that they kind of go about it and they really kind of create that sound of a person who's deaf and not just that but when he gets his, his hearing aids um mm-hmm. just the because it, it doesn't come in clear like at all which I don't think you could expect. Even the doctor at the very beginning could say, like, even if you get these, you're not going to have 100% of what you had. Yeah. And just the way they did that and the sound design, it, it, it makes you feel frustrated with Ruben. Because Ruben, you know, they say this is a 40000 to $80,000 surgery mm-hmm. that's not covered by insurance. And you, da- you know damn well he's not insured. You know, it's and, a- and you know, like, any other person who's, like, they just lost their hearing and all they want is that back. And yeah, he's going to go to the ends of the world to get that back. And then when he gets it, it's, it's not what he thought. Yeah. And it is, I can, and you can feel and understand and empathize with the disappointment he has there. 
But at the same time, you realize that Joe was right. You have to come to terms with that you are now deaf. Yeah. So I, I, I truly believe, I mean, the direction is beautiful. It's just, it's, it's great how everything kind of paces well with it. You know, everything. And I, and I think what people need to understand is like when you're going to approach this movie, it's not a beautiful looking movie. It's a very grim looking film, like the colors and everything. It, it does not look beautiful. I, but, I mean, but I, I, it puts you right in there with him on I, how I, he's seeing the world. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, you know, everybody in this, like Olivia Cook does a great job being who she needs to be. Like yeah. playing her character. She's so damn good. You know, and actually, you know, what's it called? Like the music and, and actually kind of like showing off what metal, like, you know, how, how calming, but how, you know, Violent anxiety and violent inducing metal is it's like it's so rough, but in this movie, it's really what's it called? Uh, used correctly to kind of show that like he needs something as rough and fast paced as this because it's what gives him a sort of like sh- it's what shuts him off of the world outside, mm-hmm. and it's it's understandable why he picks metal that do what's it called to to um. To make them what's it called uh, to 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 pursue as a career, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I'm truly, I truly believe that Ahmed and Rachi, one thousand percent. You know, Ahmed deserves that best actor, and, and Rachi deserves that best supporting actor because Rachi uh, is I, I so agree. good in this movie. At least the nomination, they deserve yeah. that. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know about win, but a nomination for sure. Like they deserve it because they are so freaking good in this movie. Yeah. I, I I mean, like I said, this went to my number two spot. Yeah. Of the year, um, yeah. which which you know my number ones. I'm thinking of ending things, and I don't think that's going to change just because yeah. I love, I yeah. love how that film makes it. You you know what? That's a very depressing film. I'm, I'm come to coming to terms that I'm, and I like depressing movies. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand. This this one right up there. What's it called? It, it it launched itself into my number three. I told you I have not given. You know, usually like like last year, I had a good number, like a good four tens last year. Yeah, five tens. This year, it was difficult to point out a, a like you know what movies I truly believed were tens. Like, I was like you know there there's nothing that's actually floored me the way that Parasite floored me last year. There's nothing that's actually that's actually you know done what. What everything else has had to do, but this movie was a ten to me. Mm. This was a ten. It did an incredible job, and I just I adored every single moment of this movie. I think, and it just did something that that you know that a lot of what this year I've been hoping to replicate this year from last year. This movie did it, and it did it like on on levels that I can't even describe. Yeah, this this is an excellent, excellent watch. And if anybody's listening to us and hasn't watched this yet, uh, shame on you. Please go watch it. It's available on Amazon Prime. It's it's incredible. It's beautiful. And I truly believe that that there's a lot to learn from this movie. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to digest from this movie. There's a lot that can happen when you really see where this film is coming from. Yeah, I, I I really do gotta I really do have to give it to to to, the, to um to Martyr to Darius Martyr and uh, Abraham Martyr for writing the script. It it truly feels like this script is so authentic to the the experience of being disabled. And do, do we know anything of their background? 
because no. this is a very intimate take. Yeah, there's, no, there's intimate. no Wikipedia page at all, like for, for both of them. There's no Wikipedia I, page. I feel like they they must have worked with the community or something to get this intimate with. He's been wanting to make this movie for a really long time. Yeah. Um, you know, Ahmed took look. Apparently, here Riz Ahmed took six months of drum lessons and learned American Sign Language, and uh, yeah, a large number of the cast were hired from the deaf community as well. So he has been he had been wanting to make this movie for a while now. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's it for sure. Like he's wanting to make this movie for a really really long time. I, and I, I'm so glad Riz Ahmed took this part because it just shows how good he is, which um. I don't think Venom portrayed yeah. at all. No, no. This this truly does a great job, and I and I believe that what's it called that Riz Ahmed deserves all the love it needs to get. Like if this movie does not get, you know, a sort of nomination or anything, any sorry, I'm here. I, I will literally be satisfied with like a freaking Golden Globe win for me. Like, please, like like Riz Ahmed, what he does in this film, it's so worthy of those awards yeah and, and i'll say it again go watch the night of also mm -hmm. um it's a mini series on hbo he's fantastic in it yeah all right man i'm gonna go ahead and give the sound of metal sound of metal a 10 out of 10 yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna right there my with you three. 10 out of 10 it's my number three of the year above it uh what's it called bakurao and uh, uh i'm no longer here but I mean, this this was just fantastic. I, you know, if if you guys knew what's it called, the tenant was number three. This just bumped down tenant, like just bumped it down immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenants, tenant doesn't touch this. Yeah, this this movie just it it's 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 so beautifully intimate in, in a way that a lot of movies try to be this intimate, and they're not. Yep. So. Yeah, what's called? What's called? Go check this out on Amazon Prime. As always, though, we want to thank you all so much for being what's it called? Wonderful supporters of us and sticking here with us and, and listening to this review on Christmas Eve. So, if you guys would like, please, what's it called? What's it called? Um, what's it called? Follow us here on Twitch and you know, follow us on the podcast feed where you're listening to us. If you're a first time listener, or join our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon supporters, I want to thank them, especially because they're the ones who help make this show happen and help, you know, make everything happen with, with within our network. So uh, patreon.com slash nerdcore, C-O-R-P-S for that. As always, uh, we want to thank our, our, our associate producers, our executive producers, our producers, writers, and our and our, um, and our showrunner. Uh, Cassie and Sarah are associate producers. Our executive producers are Grayson Barker. You can follow at Grayson Barker 98 on Instagram, Warlord One Bar on Twitter. And then you have our wonderful Shane, who you can follow at. You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at XSRK underscore. Thank you, Shane. Love you. Merry Love Christmas. Shane. Thank you so much, man. Uh, and also our wonderful writers, Brown Rice 96 on all social media. Twitch.tv slash Brown Rice 96. YouTube as well. And our wonderful Tony. Hey, Tony. Real Nerdy Dad on Twitter. And are, you seeing, are you seeing him for the holidays? Or is he staying um, away? No, he's staying his asshole. <laughs> um, and as well, thank you all so much to our wonderful, wonderful showrunner, Taymor23. T-A-Y-M-O-O-R-23. We hope we do you, we hope we make you proud with these wonderful reviews, man. Because I, I really liked doing this review. Yep. It's good, it's good when you can see a good new movie. 
Oh, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, we, we have a couple of more stuff to do. Of course, next week we have, um, you know, what's it called? Um, we'll see. Uh, we're trying to do our, our kill bills, but we also have a uh, new movie releasing this weekend. We have Wonder Woman 1984, which I'm going to watch. So we probably might have a uh, Wonder Woman 1984 review on Monday. Yep. And then uh, Thursday, we'll do our end of the year list, as we always do. So uh, with that being said, I want to thank you all so much for stopping by. We'll see you guys next week, and I will inform you all of what we're doing next uh, next month, next year, for our next uh, what's it called theme. But in the meantime, I want to thank you all so much. Stay safe, guys. What's it called? Uh, what's it called? Celebrate responsibly. And uh, make sure that you are uh, following guidelines and, you know, just please stay safe, guys. We're, we're, we're almost done with this year. Let's go ahead and enter the next one by being cautious about our health and uh, understanding the risks of this pandemic. Brad, send them out. All right, Raul. They've been the host as always. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you to those who joined us on stream today. Stacy, thank you for chatting, even though I didn't get the reference, but you made Raul laugh. So it's all good. Um, yeah, and I guess to end this, I'll just say thank you to everyone for making this another great year for us, even though it wasn't a great overall year. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you on the next review. Young Yoda out. <laughs>